Welcome to Choir Talks. My name is Greg O'Neill. I'm the worship pastor at Ridgecrest Baptist Church in Madison, Mississippi. Choir Talks is my weekly podcast, and I'm glad that you've joined me today. Today, I want to look at the Sermon on the Mount, or at least a verse from the Sermon on the Mount. The Sermon on the Mount found in Matthew 5 through 7 should absolutely be required reading for every Christian, for everyone who wants to follow Christ, because in that super important sermon, Christ details out what it looks like for us to live in the kingdom of God, what it looks like for us to be true followers. Uh, He takes the Old Testament law and he He reshapes it to give us a deeper understanding and a more challenging application uh, for what that law is all about. It's no longer enough just to comply with the minimal requirements of the law, but for us who follow Christ, we must embrace the actions with our whole heart. So for instance, he says, you have heard it said, that you shall not commit adultery. But I tell you, anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So just as an example, you can see that uh, he is taking the law to a whole new level. It's not just the outward minimal compliance for us. It is a wholehearted acceptance and response that applies the truth of the law to our lives. So anyway, here's the application that I want to get to today. It is found in uh, a command in Matthew 5.44, where he tells his disciples to go the second mile. Now, you may have heard that as a reference before, going the second mile. But here's what it's about. By law, in the Roman kingdom, uh, Roman soldiers could compel anyone Uh, a man or a boy, that is, to carry his pack for a mile. Jews already hated Romans for their cruel treatment, for their heavy taxes, and for the lack of respect that they had for the Jewish religion. So this Roman law to carry that pack for a mile added fuel to a fire. So now Jesus comes along and he says, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them miles. You can imagine that was pretty unpopular. But here's the deal. It is that second mile that makes the difference. I mean, the first mile is just have to, but the second mile is want to. The first mile is just duty. The second mile is love. Can you imagine how the conversation might change from mile one to mile two. I'm sure the soldiers uh, made little or no conversation with the resentful Jews who had to carry their pack for a mile. But can you imagine that that conversation changed when the believer announced, I'll go another mile? That must have brought questions like, why are you doing this? What makes you so different from all the other Jews? It's the second mile that changes the nature of the relationship. In the next paragraph of the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus says, You have heard it said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Don't even the pagans do that? 
This life of a disciple is different from the behaviors and attitudes of the world. It is not only loving our neighbor, but is loving our enemy. We can't change the world by just having the same standards that the rest of the world has. We were loved with a supernatural, perfect love. And when we act in that love, we will be willing to do something extraordinary. When I do something that I don't have to do, then God can do something that I don't expect. So here's the question for the day. Do you have eyes to see the second mile? What does that look like in your life for you to walk the second mile? Is there a a second mile that you could walk this week that might make a difference in the life of someone? What could you do that you don't have to do But if you did it, it would show God's love to someone who doesn't expect it. It's the second mile that makes the difference. Have a great week.